So we've reached the um, penultimate session on who do you say that I am and uh, who do we say that we are as um, followers of Jesus? Who does Jesus say that he is or who do we say that Jesus is and who do we say that we are as followers of Jesus? This is session 12. We have one more session after this. Penultimate is one of those um, words, new words for me. Um, and watching bike races, it's always a penultimate lap or a penultimate uh, stage or a penultimate something, um, penultimate climb on on a given stage. And so um, it's the second second to the last is what it means. Um, and so this is where we are today. Jesus is is God, and we we sort of continue. Um, this session with the very familiar uh, passage from from uh, John's Gospel of of Thomas, who who upon seeing Jesus um, after the resurrection says, "My Lord and my God," and. And we usually focus on this passage by looking at um, Thomas as the doubter or uh, Thomas not being there the first time and Jesus appearing um, a second week later. We always have this passage uh, the week following Easter because it is the week following Easter. There's Easter uh, where Jesus appears to the disciples the first time. And then there's uh, second the second Sunday of Easter, where Jesus appears a week later to the disciples in the same place, and that time Thomas is there. And a lot of times we look at at uh, this passage with with Thomas' uh, pronouncements of "unless I put my hand in his side and my hands in his fingers, I won't believe that it's really Jesus." But it's it's his declaration that's really. Um, our focus for today and, and the focus of of much of what this whole class, this whole course is about, which is um, Jesus is God. Um, so Jesus has is, is been all of these things. He's the healer. He's the king. He's the bread of life. But Jesus is God. Um, he's the Word made flesh, who's come to um, bring us new life, to die for us, um, to be the sacrifice, to be the atonement for our sin, to open up the gates of everlasting life, and to be um, to to bring us the love, the light, the joy of God um, that we, we couldn't have. Um, Jesus came from heaven to earth. My kingdom's not from this world. My kingdom's from another place, but came to establish it here to bring forth the glory of God and and to dwell with us. And so Thomas, Thomas in his in his 
declaration all of a sudden realizes if Jesus has has risen from the dead, if Jesus is resurrected and really here, what that means isn't that there is a great prophet. It wasn't that the Messiah has come. It wasn't that a great teacher, great man, great leader, new king in an earthly sense has been among us. What what has been taking place, Thomas realized, and then lets everybody else in on it, is that then this is God, right? This is a divine presence that has been in our midst. And Thomas declares, my Lord and my God. And so this opens up that that reality um, of, of God who's come to us, um, that God who's chosen to dwell with us, that God who's chosen to be with us. And this is, this is as I've said before, but, but it does, it separates Christianity from every other world religion in that, in that we have a God who, who we're not striving to attain um, we're not seeking to attain a teaching or to live fully into a law or to earn God's favor or to earn um, even peace. We have a God who who knows the dilemma we are in because of sin. Um, we have a God who's chosen to come to us, to deliver us, to bless us, to heal us, to empower us. We have a God who's chosen to walk beside us, to walk in our shoes, to take on our flesh, and to humble himself. Not humble himself just on the cross, as we often talk about, but humble himself even by becoming a man and by by being present here with us. And it's in that in that reality um, that that Jesus is able to intercede for us um, after his ascension, where he where he ascends to the Father, um, because he knows the trials, the tribulations, the things that we face day by day. And because of his his death and his atonement, um, we're that our sin has is washed away, right? We we've been forgiven, and only God could ransom us, right? Only God could choose to um, to to eliminate our debt in the same way that if if anybody owes anybody anything, right? The only person who could really take it away is is the person who's owed, right? If your children owe you. Um, thousand dollars for things that you lent them you're the one who can say um, that debts that debts paid for I you know happy birthday whatever right you're the one who can you're the one who can take that away only God can take away that that sin from us only God can um, give us this new life only God can offer us forgiveness only God can bring forth his spirit. 
you know, Jesus continues to promise um, that the Spirit of God would be upon us, that we would have a helper, a comforter, and only God can bring that to us. And so, um, you know, it's it's no doubt or no no surprise that Thomas had doubt, right? Because Thomas had already already made the leap, understood the cost, understood what was taking place when Jesus said, when when the disciples said that Jesus is alive. If Jesus is alive, then he's God. And if he's God, then this is the most amazing thing ever, right? That God has come to our his people to bring them deliverance. And now all of a sudden it really um, clicks in. This isn't about power and isn't about Rome and isn't about deliverance of bondage of a foreign enemy. It's about uh, being set free from sin and death and the opening of a new and more glorious life. And this is the reality that's taken place here. The reality that's taken place among us. And um, so don't, I don't want to keep babbling on, honestly. This isn't like a lot of the other the other uh, sessions in which we we opening up something. This is this is a key part of our Trinitarian belief that we have um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That that we know coming into this session that Jesus is God. But as we are working through John, it's it's a you know a a glorious lead in to this. And and in reality, probably John's gospel ends with this and Jesus did many more things. Um, and blessed are those who, who believe this and who have not seen. Um, but next week we'll, we'll look at indeed Jesus commissioning and Jesus sending, Jesus as the sender, Jesus, the one who, who um, brings forth his spirit into the world. And um, that promise of that that forgiveness, that promise of that hope that we have in him. So um, I look forward to talking with you this Sunday about that and uh, be looking at how Jesus sends us uh, next week and indeed anything, um, talking about anything that we've, we've talked about to this point. Um, so, amen. <laughs>